Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning we'll be talking about a method to improve investor discipline. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Invesco. Every day, Invesco brings together ideas with technology, data with inspiration, and investors with solutions. Let's invest in greater possibilities together. Find out more at Invesco.com together. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Quick housekeeping note. I prepared this podcast in advance, knowing I'd not be at work. So if any big breaking market news occurs, you'll know why I'm not addressing it. Now, back to our podcast. Many investors check their portfolio stock prices multiple times a day. They get a rush when they see they're making money and heartache when they see they're losing money. Since the pain of loss has been demonstrated to be significantly more intense in emotion than the pleasure of profit, investors who engage in this behavior are apt to sell quickly and at a loss. Alternatively, some way to get even, missing out on the opportunity to take a tax loss and avail themselves of a better investment opportunity while their stock is still worth something. This is emotional investing, and it could be devastating to a portfolio. A better approach would be to check holdings during an annual portfolio rebalancing that can help investors sell or accumulate more shares rationally. There are numerous other instances of self-defeating investor behavior, but I think this one is particularly common. I myself, many years ago, used to check stock prices often, and it didn't do me any good, which is why I have often suggested that investors refrain from this behavior. And yet, I have come to realize that this is much easier said than done. There's no barrier to checking. You're on the internet, you click once or twice, and the information appears before your eyes. But having recently become acquainted with Hebbian theory, a neuroscientific explanation of synaptic plasticity, I'm inspired to offer advisors a simplified method for influencing clients to avoid risky behaviors. It can apply to many such behaviors, including overconsumption of shallow financial media, another behavior I've frequently criticized. In any event, it works like this. The 100 billion neurons in your brain are composed of different parts, one of them called a dendrite, whose function is to propagate the nerve cell's electrochemical stimulation. The importance of this is that your brain is constantly changing according to various stimuli and thus these dendrites can branch out and expand or shrink and shrivel. Things that your clients do that give them pleasure fatten these dendrites. That would include the little thrills of checking stock prices or tuning in to sensational financial infotainment. But the beauty of your ever-changing brain is that one can retrain it. It's never easy to break a habit. And if the habit is deeply rooted, it can feel almost impossible. For that reason, small steps are often the recommended method. That is, instead of going cold turkey, you can set a partial limitation of, say, for one hour each day from 12 to 1 p.m., I will not check stock prices, and you build from there. Then, just as parents do with children, giving them stickers for progress toward a different goal, you chart the results. After reaching a goal, say, refraining half the day, you give yourself a reward, your favorite chocolate bar, for instance. 
That last step is critical because it associates the new behavior with something the brain already derives pleasure from, the idea being that neurons wire together if they fire together, in the lingo of neurologists. For advisors, this can be especially valuable. It is the nature of stock investments to go down, sometimes for long periods of time. The advisor is likely to know that this is just par for the course, but his client may view the investment and his advisor negatively. I've certainly heard clients complain bitterly about their advisors for just this reason. And thus, rather than having investors lament that their broker made them broker, let them laud their advisor who made them wiser. People can change for the better, and advised investors can have better outcomes when their advisors take the educational aspects of their job to heart. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at SeekingAlpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Invesco.